0: From The mobile Veritex Community Bank studios at Constellation Field in Sugarland. It's the Killer Bees with Joel Blank and Jeremy Branham. Take it away, boys.
1: Spence, thank you, Spence. I'm a big fan of Spencer, Spencer Tillman. Big fan. I can't wait to see Spencer. Fan in the flames. TDCU Stadium him. in a few weeks. Houston Tees. He's on the call of that game. Cannot wait. Maybe I should be the rejoined boys. Of the, of the Tim Brando, Spencer Tillman, Fox Broadcast. 713, Can you give us Barry White White
2: ESPN. Jo- uh, James Earl Jones? Probably not, no. no.
1: My voice stinks. Uh, where's your playoff panic confidence meter? 713-780-ESPN. Let's go out to the HRMP listener line. Andy, you're in the hive with the killer bees. What's going on, Andy? Well, Andy. not
3: very good.
1: Okay. What's up? Yeah, yeah go ahead. Go, what, go, yeah, go on.
3: Yeah, with, with Dusty, it's not very good.
1: Okay, why is that? Would you like to elaborate, <laughs> sir?
3: <laughs> well, it's, it's real easy. If you look at McCormick, how many have bats McCormick and uh, DS has compared to Tucker? And if you prorated both those guys out, both of them guys would have more HRs than Tucker. They would have just a little bit lower RBIs. They would be in the high 80s. Those guys have... Those guys have about fifty games less played than Tucker, and then you look at look who is who, who's not playing. I mean, who is playing when they're not playing, and they're not producing. Jake Myers and Maldonado.
2: So why do we have to pick on Tucker though? Can't we make a put a lineup together where they all play?
3: Well, no. I'm, I'm, I'm comparing them to Tucker, our best hitter. Tucker yeah, Tucker's know, yeah, he a home run every eight. Days. Appreciate Tucker's the call,
1: Andy. Yeah, he's using he's using Tucker as a baseline. He's not he's not okay. critical yeah, of Tucker at all. He's just he's like, using yeah, Tucker. He, he show he, he says Kyle Tucker's great, and Chaz McCormick and Yiner Diaz have a better home run rate than Kyle Tucker. It shows you that they should play more. He's not he's not knocking Tucker at all. Um, look. I mean, Chaz McCormick did have a stint on the injured list. Chaz McCormick plays almost. I mean, Chaz McCormick much well, every day for player a
2: while. He was still platooning him early in the season. Early, they so. were u-
1: well. They were using the trio rotation. Yeah. Remember with Jake Myers, Corey Jolks, Jolks and, yeah. and, and Chaz. It did take. It did take a while for Chaz to be an everyday regular in the outfield. It, it certainly did. And, and still, Chaz will get more days off than Kyle Tucker will. Now, now Tucker's a better player. Yep. Now. I mean, should Chaz, overall, this entire season, should he have more at-bats than he currently has? We all know no the question. answer to that. Yiner Diaz, should he have more at-bats than he currently does? Yeah, he absolutely should. Chaz did have a stint on the on the injured list. Yiner didn't. Yiner's, you know, the reason his at-bats are so low is because it took him, it took... Dusty a long time to really use Yiner on a permanent basis. Like He was a backup catcher legitimately before the Jordan Alvarez injury. When Jordan got hurt, that's what really took you know playing time to a different level.
2: Well, and I've been the one that's kind of carried the torch on both of them to say that Yiner should be playing every day, to say that Chaz should have been playing every day, and I was ticked off when he got screwed over the way he was handled in the opening series. I think that Chaz has been, you know, one of your most valuable players all season long, and as you said, and even as you went to social media at Jeremy Branham, thumbs up, uh, (laughs) the fact that This is a guy that's in your future now for the next several years. This guy has surpassed Jake Myers. This guy should be your starting center fielder. He should be a big, integral part of your team. He has earned that right because of everything that he's done. And that's why I said if you could play all those guys, that was my biggest – you know, irk of what Dusty's been doing lately. Find a way to have all the have Chaz in the lineup and Yiner in the lineup uh, and obviously everybody else that needs to be in the lineup. Go with that death lineup offensively. Win games with your biggest strength, and right now your biggest strength could be your offensive lineup if you put the right guys out there every night.
1: Now, it's funny that Andy brings up the the home run percentage because I was looking at that the other day, and I mean, he's spot on. Kyle Tucker home run ratio, 4.6%. It's good. It's good. Chaz is 5.8. Yiner is 6.2. I'm pretty sure off the top of my head that Yiner and Chaz are two and three behind only Jordan, and Jordan might have dipped actually because Jordan yeah, cause hasn't had one in a while. A little off, yeah. Now Altuve has. Let's see, I don't think Altuve's in the mix there. Altuve has nine homers, two hundred and fourteen. It eh, might be kind of close. Uh, let's see. Jordan really quick. Jordan six point one. Yiner Diaz has a better home run rate than than Jordan Alvarez now. After that home run yesterday. Wow. Yiner Diaz hits more home yeah, runs. That tells you a little bit. at bat. Than tells you Alvarez Yiner's does. been
2: red hot. It tells you just it will be said that y- uh, that Jordan just doesn't seem to be right. Now he's putting his fingers in doors.
1: How is that guy sitting on the bench yeah. ever? How is a guy that that hits more at a home runs at a higher clip than anybody else on your team? How is that guy ever sitting sitting on the bench? You know, Especially you know against you're
2: righties? preaching to the lead singer of that Man, choir. That's I've been I've been singing that one for a while. Andy, I, I just I don't know how you keep. I don't righties lefties. I don't care. Kid needs to be in the lineup.
1: All right. Where's your playoff panic uh, confidence meter with the Houston Astros now? I mean, for me. Right now I'm not panicked.
2: I'm still not panicked at all because I think that they control their own destiny. The best thing about all of this is you're not relying on too many other teams to do too many things. You caught a break last night, yes, but you won a baseball game as well instead of losing and then hoping to God the Brewers did the same, you know, swept the, the Rangers. Now you're in a position where you still know you're going to play the teams that are right around you, in front of you, and behind you. You know that when you get, through a, when you get to a stretch where the schedule is going to lighten up a little bit that once the, the Mariners get through this stretch, that there's still going to be some tough series for those teams to play as well. You've played a majority of the tough teams with the exception of, I think, San Diego. So I think that the Astros still control their own destiny. It's still all in front of them, and that's why I'm not going to panic too much. I'll say a three, but it might not even be that high for me because of the fact that they still can, deal, they can handle their own business.
1: Where, where, were you, where would it have been yesterday before the win and before the Rangers lost?
2: I still think they're going to make the playoffs. Yeah. I think, now, do I, my, my first mentality, my way of thinking of all of this when I think playoffs for them is win the division. So I think that the division, in terms of my hopes or my expectations for them to win the division, would have changed dramatically based on if they, if, you know, going into last night if they didn't get the help they got this weekend but I still think they're going to make the playoffs.
1: Yeah, I'm right there with you, probably around a three, too. I I was disgusted with the series that was against Seattle. I was never fearful that they were going to miss the playoffs, though, and I'm I'm still not fearful of it. Now, the the way that yesterday played out kind of helps you because Toronto didn't play, so you gained a half a game on them. You separated themselves a little bit with Boston. Now you still have three to play with them, and now you're a game and a half back from the 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 division lead. So So you're, 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 you're in the middle of... Catching the Rangers and then missing the playoffs because one and a half back of Texas, one and a half ahead of Toronto with 36 games to play. But it is funny, though, how quickly things in like perspectives change within a fan base a lot of times because if you had this same conversation like immediately after the third out Sunday when you got swept by Seattle it's like the sky is falling oh, the dynasty's over the golden era is never going to be the same the Astros are going to miss the playoffs blah 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 there, you see a lot of that with fans and fans fanaticals etc etc but then you win a game against you know Boston Javier didn't look good but your offense shows up your bullpen was good and it's like okay I can see the signs of why this team is still a World Series contender because you see the offense that that can score nine runs in a game. You see a bullpen that can lock down a pretty good offense in baseball. So it's funny how you lose a game on Sunday, the sky is falling, you just win one game 24 hours later, and it's like, okay, I can see the, the potential again with the Houston Astros. Oh,
2: no doubt about it. I, I think that's, that's the beauty and also the curse uh, of social media being involved and surrounding uh, sports because of the fact that when you're sitting there and you're looking at a team – within a 24-hour or 24-minute news cycle, but within a 24 period of time, you can go from thinking the Astros are going to win the World Series to, this, to, to the absolute disaster of them imploding and watching any chance of making the playoff go completely away. And that's why when you get the orange Kool-Aid drinkers and they're mixing in a little gentle bend, they can, jump, they can be on the ledge. Reminds me of the old Rockets commercial, holding the anvil and waiting you know, yeah. for the foul to be called. And when they miss the final shot, getting ready to jump off the ledge and then realize, oh, wait, he was fouled. Like they change at the blink of an eye.
1: I can't. Uh, I can't believe that that commercial ever made it to television. By the way, it's you a great commercial, though. You couldn't do that anymore. No, not anymore with the cancel culture. But it was funny. No, you couldn't do that, Joe. Where's your panic meter at? You're, you're usually a little bit more hyperbolic than uh, than Blankers
4: and I. I'm at like a four. There you go. I would say. I I don't think it needs to be that much higher. I mean, like it's it's obviously crazy intense right now. This is the best playoff race the Ashes have been in, in a long time, but. I still believe they're going to make the playoffs. I just I think they're still better than the Rangers and I think the Mariners they'll fall off at some point from this hot streak and the Astros have the experience to just keep on rolling. So, the I'm at like a four.
1: The schedule also helps the Astros. The, the fact that the Rangers and the Mariners have so many games with each other, like they both can't win. Like there's going to be like even if they split those games, okay, well they go 5 and 5 over a 10 game stretch, that's an opportunity where the Astros have to take advantage of. Like I think that the the, the cannibalism between Seattle in Texas is going to make it where the Astros are have a high percentage. I saw some of like the fangrass odds. I think it was like 65 percent chance they still make the playoffs. So I, I don't look. It's it's in play. It's on the board now because you only lead Toronto by a game and a half. But I, I'm still I'm still very confident that the Astros are a postseason team. Yeah, yeah, me too. I think that there's just too much talent, and I think there's too much experience,
2: and I think that as much as you know, what's been impressive about the Mariners, what comes up must come down. I mean, the fact that they've been rolling and been as hot as they've been, and they're now, you know, cleaning up or have the chance to clean up on some bad teams, still plenty of baseball to be played against good teams. And I think that there's still some things where they've got to iron out some things with their pitching and, and figure some things out with their lineup. So for me... I think the been there, done that part of it really helps this Astros team Because even with the Rangers, the Rangers, aside from Seeger and, and Simeon to some degree, but for the most part, there's not a whole lot of experience in that clubhouse or in that locker room, with the exception of some of their pitchers. I like where the Astros are with their experience and the fact that no situation is going to be a panic situation for them.
1: Yeah, I usually I think experience a lot of times is overrated. Like, I'll take talent way before I but take But there's talent, experience. too. Exactly. That's the thing. Like, if the talent's equal and then the experience is the cherry on top where other teams don't have that experience, and that's the bonus. Now, what I think is what's, what's critical for the Astros and something you kind of alluded to. Like, there's some good teams left on the Astros' schedule in the last 36 games. But there's also some teams that you absolutely have to beat. Like, you head to Detroit. That's a series you have to win. Like, at minimum, you have to win that series. New York, the Yankees are playing terrible baseball. When New York comes into town in early September, you got to take that series. Oakland, you got to beat up on them. You go to Kansas City, you got to beat up on them. Kansas City comes back to you, you got to beat up on them. So, like, all of the other teams that are on the schedule that are playoff caliber teams, like, go 500 against those teams. But the the New York Yankees the Kansas City Royals you play twice the Oakland A's you got the Tigers you got to beat up on them you have to take advantage of the weak teams still left on your And you've got to put
2: the bright lineups out there. And you've got you to have the pedal fully down. No, I now. think
1: you can beat those teams without the right you lineups. You should, Jeremy, but you also know there's been hiccups
2: from. in years past when you've taken teams that were putrid, like the Orioles, the Tigers, and the A's, and you've had hiccups where you got swept. You don't have the luxury of screwing around with that because you had <laughs> a lead in the division. You, you, no. you,
1: you have got to punish everybody. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. 1443, just finding out about the new time slot. So I'm guessing afternoon starts are no longer 305. That's gonna be uh, Ooh, we're gonna have to work good question. on that because the Astros do play a a day game Thursday. Now Thursday's weird because you're doing Paul's show, right? And then Paul's catching a, a ride with me to Vegas. But we're gonna have to figure out when the Astros play when they're playing a day game. Like I think the I think the start time Thursday is one ten.
2: That sounds about right. So I
1: don't know. I think I don't know if we can make up a new time. We can't say six oh five for a one ten game. I don't no. know. I think the bit might be dead. It might be dead. I think the bet the yeah. bit might be dead. But uh, the spot's dead. alive and that's good. Yeah. 713-780-3776. What do you think the outcome is for the Astros, Mariners, and Rangers? One, two, three, American League West. What is the outcome in these last uh, quarter of the seasons? The killer bees on ESPN ninety seven five and ESPN ninety two five. Something that I know the outcome of is whenever I have general bin, it's very, very good. It tastes great. Great pleasure of mine to tell you all about Gentle Ben for a variety of reasons. At the top of that list is because I believe what I say, Gentle Ben is the best. Whether it's the vodka, best in the state. The gin, best in the market, or the bourbon, the double platinum winner at the prestigious Ascot Awards. Gentlebin uses their innovative, revolutionary technology that eliminates impurities for the cleanest, smoothest spirit you'll ever taste. Smooth, clean, eliminates the burn. Don't labor through your drink. Enjoy it. Savor it. And you can do that with Gentlebin. Head to Gentlebin.com to learn the incredible story, the new Gentlebin.com. Head to the Gentlebin tasting room or stop at your favorite liquor store on the way home. Total Wine, Specs, many of the local stores to pick up a bottle today. Ask for it. The next time you're in your favorite bar, favorite restaurant. If you're headed to an Astros game tonight, soon, stop by Gentle Ben's Bar right when you walk in, the Union Station entrance. Highest crafts, softest sip. That's Gentle Ben.
0: The bees have escaped their hive. It's the Killer Bees, live from the Mobile Veritex Community Bank Studios at Constellation Field in Sugarland.
1: We've escaped the hive. Michael Brantley in the lineup tonight uh, for the uh, Sugarland Space Cowboys. See if he plays today, tomorrow, and then's back up with the uh, the Astros headed to Detroit. That would be that'd be a plus for the Houston Astros. That'd be very, very nice for the Houston Astros. University of Houston night is uh, here at Constellation Field on Friday too. They're giving away Corey Jolks Space Cowboy jerseys, the red. They have a U of H logo, so you want to make sure that you're here for that if you're a Cougar. Also, speaking of U of H, they take on UTSA. A week from Saturday, as we celebrate the first game. As members of the Big 12, because of that, caller 12 at seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six wins a pair of tickets to the University of Houston game on Saturday, September second. You can also get family four packs: four tickets, four hot dogs, four chips, four sodas for just sixty dollars. Head over to uhcougars slash tickets or call seven one three go Cougs to get your tickets today. Single uh, tickets also just twenty dollars if you don't have that family of four. So call number twelve seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. Your we're headed to see Houston take on UTSA, which can going to be a lot of fun a week from Saturday. UTSA, good they played a thriller last year
3: yes, at the did. Alamo
1: Dome. Uh, UTSA returning seems like everybody and getting uh, votes in the AP. I think they're 28th in the AP. I know it's top 25, but you do the math on the receiving votes. I think they're 28th in the AP top 25, so that will be a really good college football game a week from Saturday in this city at TD ECU Stadium. All right, Blankers, call your shot here. It's not the Will of Bits yet, but call your shot on this. Okay. Astros, Mariners, Rangers, they're, they're obviously in a heated race to be the division champions in the American League West. The divisions the Astros have owned every year, really, recent memory except for the COVID year. Call your shot. Ooh, Angels just activated Mike Trout off the injured list. That's interesting. Call your shot. Mariners, They've been Rangers, not. Astros. Not. How do they finish?
2: I I honestly think when all is said and done and the dust clears, I think the Astros are winning the division. I think the Rangers are the wild card, and I think the Mariners are going to be out. I have to stay true to that because that's what I put out there for you guys and thought there was a legit chance. I just think that the Mariners are are red hot right now, but I can easily see them cooling off. I I think that I'm looking at it like most people are looking at it. I think they're going to be looking at it. Those final ten games are going to decide a ton. And the fact that they have to play both teams – uh, and they're going to have to fight the way, their way through a gauntlet like that, I think that might be a little bit too much for them to overcome. Uh, and that's why I think that the Rangers' offense has been so good all year, and I just am so impressed with the season that Corey Seager has had. I mean, just even when he's hurt, when he comes back, he just he skips a rehab start, and just comes out of the box swinging and hitting for power, doing all the things he and Simeon have been doing has been very impressive. I thought the extra pitching they got at the deadline had really helped them. And, and I think those are the two teams, when the dust settles, I think it'll be the Astros and the Rangers.
1: Okay, you yeah, had the Astros winning the division. And the Rangers the wild card. This is hard because I think the Mariners are a really good baseball team. I, I felt that they were underperforming for a long time, and I thought it was going to cost Service his job. And it seems like Seattle does this every every year now, where they start off slow, they, they stagger, and they're slow out of the gate. Looks like Service is going to get axed, and then they heat up. They heat up in the second half, and then here they are, formidable. I love Seattle's rotation. Seattle's rotation rotation. is is really good from Castillo to to Gilbert. And even the young kid that the Astros saw the other day. Well,
2: Kirby's really good.
1: I wasn't wasn't thinking about Kirby, but the other guy. I I can't remember his name, but that that is a – that the kid that got hurt? No, no. he got hurt first. Was was it Miller?
3: Yeah, Yeah, I think it was Miller. That's a
1: pitching stat that's scary. I, like, they're, they're going to the be in every too. single game. And now their offense is starting to click. Like, that's the thing that was holding them back early in the year. Like, J-Rod was not performing. Like, he, right now, Chaz McCormick is a better OPS than Julio Rodriguez. Why? Because Julio Rodriguez in the first half of the year was not performing like Julio Rodriguez. Ty France was mediocre. Uh, Suarez was mediocre, striking out a ton. Uh, Kelnick got hurt. Like, their offense had been underperforming Tommy until this. Tommy Pham was being relied it's...
2: upon, and then they released him, right? No, was Pham that, was or, never a this Colton year. Wong?
1: Yeah, Wong was second. Oscar Hernandez is awful all the time. Yeah, Colton Wong was. They brought him in as to be like the veteran, solid second baseman to fill a gap there. Even France has been hurt, so like That's a team that struggled offensively. That's starting to find it now. Is it fool's gold? Like which offense is it? Like J. Rod's not going to continue this forever. They're not going to be a team that's winning seven, you know, seven games in a row all the time. I, I think that the team that's going to fade here. Now, I think all three teams make the playoffs. I See, think, I don't. I think all I think all three teams make the playoffs. I don't think Toronto or Boston are going to catch Texas, Houston, or Seattle. I think that the Astros are going to come from behind and win the division. I think they're going to pull it off. I, I, the fact that Texas and Seattle play each other so much, I think they're going to beat each other up. I think the Astros are going to figure it out. I think they're starting to figure out offensively that they're going to be pretty good. If they're going to add Brantley, that's great. If they're going to add a Braille, I think it's an upgrade over Singleton. Not an upgrade over Yiner, but an upgrade over Singleton. So – I think that the Astros are going to pull it off. I think it's going to be tight, come down the last couple days, but the Astros pull it off. I'm going to go Seattle over Texas. Mm. I think Seattle's going to jump Texas with all the games they play each other. I think they're going to win a little bit more of the the head-to-heads than Texas will. I'll go Astros win the division. Seattle will be the second wild card, and the Rangers are the third wild card. Wow.
4: Okay, Joe, what do you got? Uh, I'm pretty much going to be right there. Um, I guess not really. I guess I'm in the middle. So I have the Astros winning. I think that's what I heard Joel says, answering the calls. Congrats to Brian. He was very excited. Uh, he said shout-out Blankers at the end of it. Um, so I got the Astros winning the division still. I'm not going to back off that stance. All the Mariners is the second wild-card team. And then I'll go Rangers miss the playoffs.
1: Miss the playoffs. the yeah, Blue Jays think, you
4: have catching them? Yeah, Blue Jays. Well, they're I I, they're a Astros. game back?
1: Could you imagine that for the Rangers? They're they're, uh, they're a Ooh game boy. and a half back Okay. of uh, – No, 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 they're a game back of Seattle. They're a game and a half back of the Astros. I
2: I look at that and I say, just kind of like the way we were saying, whose lineup's better, who's pitching, who's relief pitching. I I look at the fact that when you look at the, the Blue Jays' lineup, I just think offensively they can still be so potent. They have so many different ways they can beat you, you know, because they've got so many different ways with Springer, and, and they've got Vlad Jr., um, and they've got Bichette, uh, and they've got all these different ways that they can get to you that I think it's a better total lineup offensively than that of Seattle's. Yeah, and I would p- agree with that. And their pitching isn't bad. So I, I think I, that's why it's I – It's been I give, disappointing, though, because
1: – It you, has been disappointing. You, you expected so much, and you're not getting what you would expect from their from their pitching staff.
2: Really has been just a complete disappointment since they signed him compared to what they thought he was going to be. Mm-hmm. I, I think that overall, I, I like the the kid with the big ears. That's their closer. I think he, you know, he's an all star. He gets it done too. Oh yeah, for Toronto. The guy I threw at his back. Yeah, Dusty yeah. Baker pulled him in that's the all star right. game. In the all star yeah. game, yeah. But I, <laughs> I, but I think that I just think that they're just a. Like I said, I think it's a small margin, but I think the Blue Jays are a better team than the Mariners.
1: Yeah, I think that their offense, I think the Blue Jays' offense is clearly better, but I think the Mariners' pitching staff is clearly better. I think, starters, that, I think sure. that the Rangers and the Blue Jays have similar teams, but I think the Rangers have a better offense than the Blue Jays, and I actually think they have a more complete, now see what's interesting, I think the Rangers have a better starting rotation than the Blue Jays, but I feel like the Blue Jays have a much better bullpen, anchored by Romano. Yeah, yeah Romano, that's it. And I'll tell you this, the one thing that
2: reared its head last night for all playoff teams your defense better be top-notch. The Astros is going to have to tighten up their defense, too, because they've had a lot of hiccups. That Red Sox defense last night, if nothing else, I look at the Red Sox defense and say that's why you're not a playoff team because no team in the playoffs should play that badly in the field the way they played last night. And then you start looking at the numbers. They're like head and shoulders like 20, 30 errors ahead of the closest team in the American League. Like You can't get to the playoffs and be a, a team that you take seriously for when you can't field the baseball. Alex Cora looked depressed over there in the dugout. Yeah, he looked defeated, for sure. <laughs> he looked de- peated, uh, defeated so with that defense. So did your boy, by the way, Story.
1: Well, I, story's not my boy. I, I can't I, stand that I say Trevor that tongue-in-cheek,
2: I know, because you, you were adamant that they, the Astros should stay as far away from him as possible, and you were right, and man, I'm telling you what, Trevor Story looked like a dude that should not even be, he should be making veterans minimum, he should be making all that money. Maybe
1: he came back too fast. Did, did Something that I noticed with Story yesterday, I thought he was way smaller than I remember him. He looks super right now? skinny. Yeah. Maybe. Like he looks super skinny now versus last
2: year. Colorado he he packed up I mean, he packed a lot of power in his swing. He had a compact swing. He could he could go long and obviously Colorado in the altitude helps. But yeah, I didn't notice that much of a difference in his build, but the fact that maybe to your point, more so than anything else, that maybe he shouldn't have come back because if all he can do is D H you know, they're worried about him, you know, coming all the way back. I wouldn't screw around right now. With he him. looks super skinny. They, that's a huge investment they made with him.
1: Yeah. yeah, I mean, they paid him nine figures, $100 million. A lot of people wanted the Astros to pay Trevor Story $100 million. Not not Trevor. I hate, I I just don't, don't believe in players that are leaving cores. I just, I'd never have. 713 espn Colorado's done all right. Austin, uh, yeah, I mean, he, not to Colorado's numbers, though. He's, he hadn't been to the Colorado. No, but numbers. I mean,
2: uh, but but still, to the point of. Being an all-star caliber offense, Probably the
1: best one. Yeah. Like, he's been the best one uh, versus, like, look what Troy Tool whiskey do whenever he left Colorado? Oh, that boy. was a disaster. He a bed and then laid in it. He's in Austin now with the Longhorns. Uh, speaking of Austin, he says uh, Astros will be lucky to get the second spot, so Austin's super optimistic about that. Uh, Eric says that uh, Jordan's scratched and Diaz is the DH. Thank you, Eric. Uh, we, we talked about that a little bit earlier. Yeah, but don't allow Jordan Alvarez to be shutting any doors in his house. Cannot have that. That's Jordan rule number 32. 713-780-ESPN, the hr listener line, 713-780-3776. The Willabits Bits is next. We'll see what Joe has planned with the Willow Bits when we return. So Killer Bees on ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5. Something that you should have planned if you're a business owner is uh, human resources from hr and Mike Holley, owner of hr and have age of H class of 1990, used to protect a Heisman Trophy winner. Now he wants to protect the interests of your business. He's been doing it for nearly 25 years. HRP provides comprehensive human capital management services, including HR compliance, benefits administration, and payroll. HRP will also work with you to customize a plan for whatever you need. There's nothing cookie cutter about HRP. If you need a little help, a lot of help or anything in between, HRP will create a plan for what you and your business needs. Also, their customer service is second to none. It's not a stranger on the other side of the line. You'll be calling someone that's familiar with you, familiar with your company. I can speak to that customer service anytime I have a question, always get a quick response that's very easy to understand. Let HRP take on the demands of human resources and eliminate your HR burden so you can get back to growing your business. Give them a call at 281 880 6525 and let HRMP customize a plan. Plan for you, or check them out at hrp.net.
0: It's the Wheel of Bits on the Killer Bees. Kibbles and bits, kibbles and bits. I'm going to get you some kibbles and bits. Who knows the bits the bees will begrudgingly bite? Well, let's find out. Let's make some predictions. Here's Joel and Jeremy and Joe.
1: (laughs) All right, time now for the Wheel of Bits. Joe George's favorite segment. Joe loves the Wheel of Bits because he can basically, I guess, be our... Puppeteer can treat us like puppets, like Brendan Riley used to He can be do. a little Bush
4: League sometimes, too.
1: Very much, which yeah. is what we do a lot of times on Willow Bits, Bush League or not. What are we doing today, Joe?
4: All right, it's prediction time. This is going to be a new segment. We'll do this, obviously, when it's time to make any big-time predictions for an upcoming season. Uh, week zero college football is here, so we're going to do our annual draft. We did one Can you for- believe
1: this? Can you believe Joe is Joe planning our draft where he's had all day to prep yeah. this, Great. And he drops it onto us right now, and we're ready to draft. While huh? we're on a remote, stack too. The I'll stacking the deck. in the deck. You know, what, you know why, why he's doing this? Because the Major League Baseball draft that we did, he's getting crushed. Crushed. He's getting hammered. So he's trying so to stack the deck in his favor. Yeah. He's playing this all day, and we're sitting here, you know, grasping the You know what that is, Joe Jordan? The it's Bush League. Yeah. yeah it's Bush
4: it's League. It's Bush League. Yeah.
3: Unbelievable.
4: Yep. All
1: right. Well, I'll beat you anyways.
4: All right. So what we're going to do is uh, one point if your team wins their conference, two points if they make the playoffs. Three points if they win, uh, mm. if they reach the title game, and five points for winning the title. We'll do six teams as we usually do when we do this. Uh, yeah, I will have let, an
1: odd. You can't have an odd number of rounds in snake drafts. It's bush league. Yeah, I will uh, let a uh,
4: complainer, and, and more complainer uh, over there in Sugarland. You guys can decide the order amongst yourselves okay. real quick.
1: You call it. Yeah, age before beauty, uh, blankers. What pick do you want? We're doing a snake draft. One I through know. three.
4: Uh, I'll take
2: two.
1: Okay, uh, I'll take Georgia. All right, Georgia's
4: <laughs> off the board.
1: <laughs> um,
2: man, I, I'll i
1: take Alabama. All
4: right, okay. I'm going to go. Two SEC teams right off the top. Give me USC, Caleb Williams, even though some dummy guaranteed a national championship who I've never heard of. I'll they take a, some dude guarantee a natty? Yep, today. Really? Uh, so I'll take USC, and then I'm going to go... Oh, this is tough. I'll take the three-game suspension, and I'll take uh, Michigan. Yeah, they're playing nobody in that
1: three-game suspension. I'm going to take... I'm going to take Ohio State. Okay. So I get two here. Y'all went Georgia. This is tough for me because I didn't prep my draft board here. Let's see. Man, do I go to another SEC school? Sure, why not? I have a lot of fake LSU fans. I'll take LSU. I get one more, huh? Mm -hmm. Hmm, Do I want to go pedigree, or do I want to go a team that's up and coming? I'll go pedigree. Give me Clemson.
4: Okay.
2: That's where I was going to go. So let me me believe in Sark, and let me go Texas. Are they back? We'll
3: see.
4: Well, that's who my next two picks were going to be was Clemson and Texas. Uh, so that's what, that's
2: what happens when you get bush league.
4: Uh, I'll take uh, we'll go Florida State, keep it in the ACC, and then um, I'll take Washington. Do we I'll have take, any stakes here, by the way? I don't know.
1: We have, we have nothing on at stake. We we're supposed we to. Or is this for
4: fun? What do we do for what the we baseball? We did the other one?
1: ones for. We didn't do baseball. We had stakes. What happened to the little coffee gift card thing
2: that I, I just, wanted? It's I in got. my.
4: It's in my car. When you, win, when you win, you're
2: awfully, you're awfully yeah, fired up about Yeah, where's the coffee gift card stuff? Well, I, I,
4: I just, I have won a month
1: ago, and I'm, I'm still waiting for a coffee. Yeah, all right, so I'm thinking and we, Florida we're, State in Washington. Oh, no, we're not putting any steak. Joe, we watch out steak for Branham this. if you lose do, this hat back. He going to be all over your Can we at hat. least do the coffee thing? Can we at least do a coffee thing here? Like, we got to have more at stake than a coffee We're do dinner? We're do dinner? No, because then we'd have to socialize. Dinner. He did not want any really part of that anyway. Well, I'll do coffee. That's I'm fine. not much of a socializer. Uh, yeah, yeah let's coffee's Paul, fine. Does Paul know that. Probably, yeah, I think he does.
4: Okay, I think he does.
1: Uh, coffee. He's coffee. Yeah, coffee. It's fine. All right, coffee. All right. Who'd you pick? Sorry,
4: uh, Florida State and Washington.
1: Hmm. I don't know who's left.
4: I don't either. I was just going to. You're say up. That. Do you want you me to run done. through them? So we have Georgia, LSU, Clemson, Alabama, Ohio State, Texas, USC, Michigan, Florida State, Washington are the teams that have been taken. Okay. Let's see. Um,
2: Man, I know a sleeper. Believe me, it's not Wisconsin. Are you
1: writing this anywhere, Joe? Yes. Okay, that's good. It's good radio here. Yeah,
2: it's really awful radio. I'm going to take. That's what happens when
1: you spring a draft on Blankers? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Man, Washington, Texas. You said. I, I guess.
0: What is that? Oh, just there we go. Give good me music. some music. That's,
1: well, good, good production value. <laughs> Trying there. to help out. That's here. smart. That's a good call. I, go can we call the clock on Blankers? I, I'll take Notre Dame. Oh, Joe's gonna be so mad. I know. Oh, that's exactly <laughs> why I did it
2: because because I'm mad that he did this oh, and I didn't get to prep. So, one. You. so therefore, I'm gonna oh, stick it to Jojo. That's the best pick you've ever made. Thank i I'm I'm so proud get him of at you.
1: Thank
2: you.
4: Goodbye.
1: I am so proud that you made that pick. That's such go. a good pick. Did you say? Did you say Washington was taken?
4: Yeah, I took Washington. Took
1: and y'all took y'all y'all took Texas way too soon too. Is that yeah, what I heard? Yeah, I did. I y'all, y'all, y'all y'all took Texas way before they're back. That's what I heard. Oh man, That's I, what almost, you embellish. I almost. I almost. We're doing six rounds here. Yes. Where did I write this down? I have Alabama, LSU. You have Georgia, LSU, and Clemson. Clemson. Georgia, LSU, and Clemson.
4: <laughs> You're all right. Yeah, I like my squad. You I'm squatting. Well, you have I almost three took, more to take. I almost
1: took. I'm squat. I'm going to win with these three. I almost took this team last time. I almost took this team last time, and I didn't. This is the still of the draft. This is the still of the draft. Give me the Seminoles of Florida State. He already
2: took them. Oh, nice I took try. Florida State. That was a ridiculous overplay <laughs> on your part. Drink, you, you got drink, right Brad. The drink right there. Yeah, that was that was not very well drink.
1: played. <laughs> That's what happens when you. All right, uh, not Joe, for that you should be passed what? on the there's, clock. There's not a draft board anywhere, and Joe's not writing it down <laughs> for us to Joe see. Joe set us up. Uh, just Penn State on the board? Yes, they are. Yes. All right, I'll take Nittany Lion. Give me a little Nittany Lion. That's no problem. You got I have two here. I have two. I have a little back to back. Oh, do we think this team's going to be good this year?
4: All right, complainers, it's on, it's on the Google Doc.
1: I'm stacking SEC teams. Well, I'm going to go... I'll go with Tennessee. Okay. Give me the Vols. They had a great year last year. Heupel, he can coach them up. What's the quarterback say, Milton? I'm He's go got, Oregon. like, the strongest arm in the world.
4: I'll go the Ducks.
1: Okay. Pacific Northwest. Yeah, I'll go right. the Ducks.
4: Well, we didn't say what conferences you have to win, so give me Tulane here. Let's get a point to win the conference. He's going
1: to get a point. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to get an extra point.
4: Look, I need a point. I'm going to get. A, I'm like, going to get a locked in point. I hope they bring um, back their
1: quarterback, Pratt, Michael Pratt. A team can play a little bit.
4: I'm. A, I'm going to say that Joel Blank is wrong, and I'm just going to take it right back from you. I'm taking Wisconsin. Oh, what a bad pick!
2: Yeah, it's a bad pick. You're a year away. A I told pick. you that they're not there yet. But I appreciate you taking them. I think nice they'll be, in the, they'll be in the
4: title game. They might not win it, though, but they'll be in the I title game. I hate this game. pick,
2: but is it mine? Yeah, you're up. Oklahoma. Why
1: do you hate the pick?
2: Because I just I don't believe in Venable, but I'll take them.
1: All right. With the last pick, what are we calling this thing? What did you call it, Joe? Prediction time. Prediction time. With the killer bees, I'm going with the scarlet and the white. Rutgers. Give me the University of, of Houston. University of Houston is my pick. I am squatted. I mean, what a, a lineup I have! He I got Georgia, LSU, Clemson. Especially since you took Florida Joe, State Joe, after Joe, Joe put him. Joe put Penn State. They're more than one. Tennessee and Houston. My team. I am. I'm squatted. Give me the coffee now. Okay. Give me the coffee now. So I got Georgia, Didn't LSU, you up Clemson, when you made that Penn pick? State, Tennessee. Go Cougs! I put my. my oh yeah, that My go Coug paw. Up, my Goku paw. Uh, Blankers has Bama, Ohio State, Texas, Notre Dame, Oregon, Oklahoma. Blankers went with cachet over quality, and then uh, Joe went USC, Michigan, Florida State, Washington, Tulane, and Wisconsin to analyze the draft. Joe drafted this; uh, his team's like he's from Chicago. Man, I'm running away with this bad oh, boy. I didn't take Notre Dame. I'm running away with this bad boy. You I hated ch- taking because him, but you I, only didn't did have the it, chance. I only did that to kick you swiftly right in the groin. I didn't B-Mac want BMAC would have crushed us all in this draft. Should we give BMAC the leftovers? Our on engineer is doing a great all, job. I'm There's, okay with that. The leftovers are pretty good here. They you got Utah, are. Kansas State, TCU, Oregon State, North Carolina, Ole Miss, if you're going strictly off the AP top 25. Also, Texas A&M didn't, was undrafted. They stink. A&M undrafted. Who has a better year, A&M or Texas? Texas. Third round Texas over undrafted Texas AM. AM's yep. not a bad undrafted free agent here.
4: I, can't I was going to take Texas if they got to me.
1: Have you looked at any of the spreads for this week's games? I've not. I haven't either. Uh, um, Notre Dame. For the, national,
2: the national game on, on uh, Sunday night is terrible. What is that one? It was uh, two teams you don't really want to watch unless you're just betting on it. They have a, there's a Sunday night of this week? There's a Saturday night game, I think. Saturday night. I yeah, think, is it's, it, a, it's uh, San Jose it, State
4: and USC. That's it.
1: And USC. Oh, no, no, no. There was a different one. Uh, was that the ESPN game or was that the ABC game? Oh, ESPN I'm, is UMass, New Mexico State. UMass, yeah. New Mexico State. And the FS1 awful. game is Ohio, San Diego State. It'll be fun to watch USC play, though. Like, I, the, I agree yeah. with that. Do you have the Pac-12
4: network? Uh,
1: I can, you know, find a illegal I'm just saying, stream on the internet. You'll so. have to get
4: the illegal stream.
1: I mean, I have, I have, I have hookups. I have connections, but it'll be, it'll be good to watch USC. Caleb Williams on my phone with an illegal stream. Uh, Navy Notre Dame play one thirty on Saturday. You wanted to guess the point spread in that one, Joe George? Since you're a fake Notre Dame fan,
4: uh, I didn't know that one. Oh, you know it? Well, I, I, I think I, I had it at nineteen and a half earlier. Oh, it's, it's, it's went up. You think Notre Dame covers that? Yeah, 20 and a half? Yeah, I don't know. Navy's gonna play. I'm not play, sure either.
1: Like, it depends on if Navy can move the ball.
2: If Navy moves the ball, you can prep for them in the first game of the year, like you had said.
1: But, but Navy shortens the game. Yep. So if Navy moves the ball and they, you know, pick up a few first downs and maybe score a little bit early, like that, that Notre Dame's gonna have six possessions in that football game. Because Navy, Navy can have thirteen minute drives, like legit thirteen. That's minute drives. A lot drives. of points in week one. What do you think the Especially grass is
2: when you're like playing in Ireland? Ireland. Yeah. Anyone Great. know anything about a Viva I would, Stadium? Uh, Green is
1: right. Branham's right. Let me it rains
2: a lot in Ireland. I'm sure the grass is just fine.
1: I wonder if it'll be like overcast, ugly weather like it, it is might for be. the Open championship. Yeah, I was going to say,
2: because of Ireland and what we always Which, see it when we see golf, if it's the wet, grass will be green and
1: it'll be really piss poor weather If it's conditions. wet, that's advantage Navy. Well, like, not they're not to, foo- win, no, not to just, win the game. But just run the game, football and just
2: completely muck it up.
1: The cover? Yeah, I could see Yeah, I think Navy would cover for
2: sure.
4: Yeah. That'll I wonder if they're still going to do a lot of triple
1: option stuff, though.
2: Who, Navy?
4: Yeah. I feel like they still have to. You, That's Navy. I feel like you have to wait, like it's going to take like three or four years to get out of a triple option. That's what all your recruits are based on. Like, yeah. how do you just break out of that after one season? That seems Man. impossible. Do y'all
1: love y'all's draft as much as I love my draft? No. Yeah, because I'm
4: I the national draft. champion on my team.
1: <laughs> Tulane? Who's that?
4: USC, Michigan, or Florida State? Oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I try to take Florida State. That's a good pick there. You had there I seven one three. Seven. Yeah, I thought you guys were sharing. It. I thought you guys were sharing Florida State.
2: I that's, forgot. I that's like
4: three go. of my four Final Four predictions for the season. Oh, What were your Final Four predictions? USC, Michigan, Florida State, and Georgia are my Final Four. Only one SEC school, huh? I'm down on Bama this year. I'll believe when I see it. Yeah, quarterback is an issue. Blankers drafted Bama. I did seven. I wasn't prepared.
1: Seven eight zero three. Shout out by 7-7-6. the way to
2: Trelane Cardona. She oh, was man. giving us popcorn and <laughs> refreshments. I told her I'd give her a shout out, so I did. Why are you laughing about that?
1: I, I'm a <laughs> man things, of the people. The things you shout people out for. It was
2: nice. She makes. She got fresh popcorn for me and B-Mac. You didn't yeah. want any. Yeah. Thanks for the. I didn't get any. We asked popcorn. Who
1: was this lady? What a sweetheart, Trelane. She's right outside the door. Lovely lady. All right, 713 today. Get, 780 ESPN. Well, Astros lineup, it had a it had a change in the lineup today. It was no Yiner, now it's no Yordan. Yiner is in. I'll let you know what that lineup is and, and what to expect from the Astros. Game 2, it's a JV day for the Stros. It's The Killer Bees on ESPN 975 and ESPN 925. Hey, right
2: now before we go to the break, we were just talking about week zero of college football. We're talking about opportunities for you to cash in. That means even the most uninteresting game, like that Fresno State game, it can be more interesting this weekend if you put a little money on it. I tell you to always do that by going to mybookie.ag. Why? Because they always have extra bonuses that take care of you, their customers. It's fantastic. They can have a reload bonus for you if you're an existing customer. There's a welcome bonus if you're a new player, and there are referral bonuses if you get your friends to sign up and join in too. With NFL preseason here as well we know it's time to get up and get ready for some football and that means making the most uninteresting games more interesting by putting a little cash on them and maybe putting some cash in your pocket if you win find out how many different ways you can win against the spread money line totals prop bets right now there's futures odds on a certain team in h-town to win the super bowl they're thousand to one you feeling that good about your squad Check it out, mybookie.ag. And it's not just about football as well. Major League Baseball leading into the playoffs. Soccer, golf, and so much more. Live casino betting as well with real dealers. It's there's only one place that I tell you to do all your online gambling, it's because they take care of their customers every step of the way. Bet on anything, anytime, anywhere, with the only place I tell you to do it, it's mybookie.ag.
0: Welcome back to the Mobile Veritex Community Bank Studios at Constellation Field in Sugarland. Here now are the Killer Bees, Branham and Blake.
1: Yep, we are Constellation Field in Sugarland. Space Cowboys in action today. Michael Brantley's in the lineup. Michael Brantley batting second. Spencer Arigetti is on the mound. You're looking for something to do on the whim? Well, head out to Constellation Field watch that game tonight. Also, Friday night, my fellow Cougars, it's University of Houston night. At Constellation Field, Corey Jolks jersey giveaway to the first 2,000 fans. It is a Scarlet Space Cowboy uniform with U of H on the the left patch. So, hey, these jerseys are awesome. I'm going to post one on Twitter here in a little bit. Uh, they're sweet. you got to get out here. you got to be the first 2,000, though, and also post-game fireworks. Friday night fireworks. On a Friday night. You Always can, nice you out can here see this
2: from, uh You can see the fireworks from your house? You can hear them from my house. You can see a few of them, but I like to drive the kids over here at, right at the end of the ballgame sometimes, too, so you can see them. So, if you're in the stadium, it's fantastic. Yeah.
1: So, uh, great, great uh, Friday plans if you're interested in some Corey Jolks uniforms, U of H, Scarlet Red, and then uh, the fireworks to follow after that as well. So the Astros are are playing the Red Sox at baseball today. Uh, Justin Verlander is on the mound as the Astros. I didn't realize this was a TBS game tonight. I didn't either. Is it on both? It has to be. You are going to watch TBS. You are going to watch our, our new friend Todd Calms. Yeah, I am watching
2: Blummer and TK because Blummer's always been my friend. Man, I don't TK's know what I want to do friend. here. Smolty, you to go TBS? Good, but Smolty and Small doses. Are we sure
1: that TBS is going to is going to have Smolty? I don't know. Brian Anderson, I love Brian Anderson's great. Great. I like to mix it up every now. Like TK and, and uh, Blummer doing fabulous job. Yep. Great job. I like to mix it up every now and then, though. It breaks up. The, I like to hear the national the perspective,
2: but I don't yeah. like it for the full game. I, I like hmm. to get a little bit of the angles here and there, but I do more appreciate the local ass angles, and they get more information, I think. Although Dusty just spews to the national media. But I think that Blummer and TK kind of give you a little bit more insight with Julia.
1: Yeah, I think I'm going to go with the uh, I think I'm going to go with the TBS broadcast. You, you normally do. I think that. I'm going to go with the TBS broadcast. Get that national fill. See what they're saying about the uh, the local nine, the Houston Astros. I didn't realize it was on, on TBS. Um, Tanner Houck on the mound for the Red Sox, three and six record, five five ERA. Justin Verlander goes for the Astros, eight and six record with a three thirty six ERA. We were talking about the lineup earlier. The two different lineups for the Houston Astros today. Uh, The first one had Jordan Alvarez in it, and then now it does not because Jordan Alvarez jammed his finger in his his door and is going to be out of the lineup today. Dusty did say he's going to try to get him back. They're hoping to get him back tomorrow. We'll see. Now, the first lineup didn't have Yiner Diaz in it. Yiner Diaz has been hitting righties all year at a very high clip. He homered yesterday, had a pretty good game. Yiner Diaz was originally on the bench. So a lot going on with Dusty Baker's lineups today. First benching Yiner and now having to bench Jordan.
2: Didn't he say, didn't someone say, Joe, did you read it that it said it was his index finger? Left index yeah, finger. Yeah, I, I just think when you're grabbing the bat, I understand. Like, Bregman puts his way up and over. You can get one of the, the foam pieces for the for the part of the finger unless it's the knuckle. I don't know how the hell you're jamming your whole knuckle in the door. But, it's... man, I hate seeing him out of the lineup. As much as it pissed me off that Yiner wasn't in it, they both should be in it, it does always worry me whenever Jordan misses any game for any reason where there's an injury involved. Huh. Can yeah. I ask
0: you guys a question? Yes. Be
2: back. Do you buy that this actually this is actually the
0: injury? The Astros are not exactly the most forthcoming team. Yeah, I think with injury designations. that is true. If they didn't we- use discomfort, which is feel, only it feels when they're weird buried. that he would even miss a game with it. I mean, I jammed my finger before,
1: but in a couple hours, I'm fine. No, because I, I think it's too embarrassing of an injury. Like, I, if you're gonna make up an injury, you're gonna make up a story. I think it's something else. But besides this is the same team that didn't know what door. hand
0: was hurt last year.
1: Sure. Well, Dusty did. not I'm just saying, there's there's a small
0: sliver in the back of my head, my brain that's thinking it "Eh." is legit
2: and justified to question the releases and the legit how what the injuries are with Astros players because there's just been too many occurrences where discomfort turned into something. But I
1: I feel like they're more I feel like they're more vague than they lie. I I, just wonder if I've never really caught them in a lie.
2: No, I mean like Verlander's Tommy John.
1: But it, that that had like they announced the Tommy John way later though. But they were they But, were, if, but they, when they,
2: when Chaylor was reporting it they were in complete denial and this isn't true. Well, they said
1: they said he hasn't decided. Like they they haven't made the at determination. At the time
2: they did, did they didn't just say he hadn't and, decided. And it,
1: they waited like 3 months for him to do it. Okay.
2: Well, I
0: mean, if it's a legit jam finger though, why would you even have to say we think or we hope he can be back tomorrow? You would just know he's going to be back well, tomorrow. But it depends. They don't, yeah, I mean, they if don't if you, know. depends on
1: where you get it. I don't know. Well, he doesn't want to lock himself into it. I, does, just want to lock himself I just think there's the at
0: least a small percentage chance that this is a re-aggravation of something else, and they're hoping with a
3: day I or two of rest
1: he's fine. And they're trying to hide the fact to keep from asking questions. About I just it. don't think that that would have been the the injury. Like it, you, they would have said like he strained something swinging a bat, or he. But they don't he, want you to
3: know that though. That's, jammed, that's the point. He
1: jammed his toe running into first. I don't see them saying he jammed a finger in his own door trying to cover because, up another injury. But
0: that's
2: the point, though. It's so silly that or you won't could, question
1: Or you could just be sick, like Kyle Tucker was sick. Like that, that would be the easy go-to. He's, he's, he's sick. He showed up to the yeah, ballpark Yeah, I think if you, were gonna,
2: if you were going to bury something, you just say that he was, you know, you don't even say health and safety protocols because now you're really screwing with something else in terms of people's concerns. But I, I think, yeah, you just say he wasn't feeling well on the way to the ballpark or before he left for the ballpark, we told him to stay home.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's. I think that if you're lying, I think that's what you go with. I, I feel like the Astros recently, because they know that's their reputation. I feel like they've tried to be a little bit more transparent.
2: They got to try harder.
1: I feel like they ha- like Dana Brown's super transparent. Oh, he is
2: right. But we know that as much as we joke about the D word and how many times they just use discomfort, and that discomfort normally should ease everybody's minds. It's going to be a one game thing, and then you find out that the dude's on the IL for like a week and a half to a month. Then you're like, that was
1: discomfort. No, that's painful. That's legitimately painful. Like, what are we doing? 2-8-3-1. Two eight three one. This is this is the point we were talking about a little bit earlier. Something is wrong. If you have a hitter, you can slot into the cleanup spot, but we're willing to bench him originally. Now, Dusty likes to do the like for likes. Like if, if Altuve gets the day off and Dubon's going to play, he just likes to use Dubon as his leadoff man versus Altuve or moving around the lineup. But that's the point we were talking about earlier. Like if Yiner Diaz is good enough to be your cleanup hitter, why is he ever on the bench anyways? And it's not like you need to give him days off. He's been playing first. He hasn't been catching. Like he doesn't need the day off. And he was he had a dong yesterday. No,
2: that's why it's just I've just driven myself crazy with the way Dusty has literally mismanaged certain players in this lineup with Chaz and Yiner and the way that, you know, and even hot players when they're they're just absolutely on fire and he sits them down. I I understand guys need rest. I understand it's a long season. I don't understand it when you're not in first place by 10 games and, and that you could put a better lineup out there every single night that could help your pitching staff and help you win baseball games.
1: Justin Verlander on the mound. Last time out for Justin Verlander, it wasn't the best Justin Verlander start we've seen in quite some time. Uh, gave up five runs, four or nine hits in five innings. What do you What do you need to see from Justin Verlander to feel a little bit more confident about JV and a little bit more confident about this starting rotation that has had its struggles recently?
2: I think more than a quality start. I think, you know, for me, it's two runs or less. It's, it's being able to bounce back off of that less than stellar outing and know that, as well as anybody, he's a veteran that knows this is push time, and he has got to come to play because he knows the starters haven't been great, and he can set the tone, and it's exactly why they went out and got him, and I would expect two runs or less I would a, a hyper-focused Justin Verlander that doesn't make a, a couple mistakes or have a couple hiccups early in the ball game and he shoves he just he gets into a groove and he keeps on move keeps it moving forward and before you know it he's in the seventh inning two runs or less dominating dominating the Red Sox lineup and that's what I expect to see out of Justin Verlander
1: yeah I'd be good with like a six inning two run performance seven inning three run that. performance uh the bullpen I Isn't don't. It, I
2: don't like the Presley's not pitching tonight yeah, either. I mean, so I would like to get seven out of him if I could, because then I can go Nerys Abreu and I don't have to worry about a whole lot. More.
1: We're, we're making. We're jumping to conclusions with with uh, Presley's not yeah. being available tonight. I don't think there's any chance Presley pitches three consecutive days in a row. That didn't come from the team. We're just kind now, of It would be interesting to figure out there. if he
2: had to go seven, eight, nine. Who pitches the seventh? Is it Graveman? Is I it think Montero? Just
1: elevate yeah, Montero. Graveman's been interesting to me. It is. they've they've used Montero in more high leverage yep. spots and they've used Graveman.
2: Dusty is really. Trying to push him back into that back four, and I think that Graveman was really good his last time out. I prefer it to be Graveman. I think Dusty's going to lean towards Montero. It's something to keep an eye on. Javier was not good yesterday, but not it was all. pretty
1: clutch that he got through five. Like it could have been way worse. I was he surprised been they kept inning. throwing him out there, yeah. but I knew
2: that he had to eat some innings.
1: Like that could have gotten out of hand. Where like I mean, he gave up three runs in the first. He was he had two base runners on. It in Thirty every pitches inning. in the first inning. It could have very easily been a three inning outing. Like, Javier, as much grief as we get him for being poor, which he was, at least he ate five innings. And then you won the baseball game because your about offense the ultimate up.
2: game of dodgeball. He dodged out of every single freaking Brutal. inning with two runners on base.
1: Two runners on base and 2-0 counts to, like, every one. Oh, 3 one hopefully, hopefully Verlander's better than that for the Astros today. All right, it's going to do it for us. Thanks to the, the Space Cowboys for hosting us today here at Constellation Field. Thanks to uh, Garrett for the, Garrett the nice awesome. giveaways that he gave us. And make sure you come and have Friday for the Corey Jolks U of H giveaway. It's going to do it for us. Thanks to BMAC, our on-site engineer, Joe George, producing at the station. For Blank on Branham, talk to you tomorrow. PC is next on ESPN 97.5.